Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have filled this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've got to Okay, people out there in podcast land, uh, this is Evan, the third host, and I am back for a solo episode for the first time in quite some time. Um, and the reason that I'm doing this is because I wanted to get something down for the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash true stories based on fiction, as well as the podcast network that you're listening to, true stories based on fiction on all of your podcast directories. Um, and I'm doing that because I wanted to give a quick review of the um, HBO Max exclusive movie that's also in, in theaters, if that's still a thing anymore. And that's Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat and all that shit. Um, I do want to say that um, I'm doing this solo for a number of reasons. Because one, I wanted to get in the books because I like having that back catalog to make sure I'm able to get episodes out to you guys in a timely manner. And I may put this out. Um, probably pretty soon after this, after my previous episode is released, just so it's kind of timely, because, <clears throat> excuse me, because I know that we got the Justice League re- <clears throat> review out not so timely, um, so I kind of want to do this quick, and also while it's still fresh in my head, the second reason that I'm doing this episode right now is because I have been asked to test out a new microphone, um, that I'm doing right now as well, and I'm just moving some things around, make sure everything looks good. Okay, um, so I'm a product tester for a microphone called, oh, uh, let's see here. Well, looks like it's just called a uh, desktop microphone. Uh, one second. Um, the company did ask me to test this thing out, and I'm looking for the actual name of it so I can tell you what it is. And the Pop Voice Club mic um and it is a pretty compact mic i do like that it's a lot skinnier and more compact and more in terms of design than my previous microphone that i will probably still be using too i'm giving this one a test run to see how it sounds i will say that that the wealth the waveforms of the recording do look pretty good um i will say that so this microphone um and I'll, i'll probably put some pictures up on it on I mean, I may put pictures of it up somewhere. Uh, it's very thin, and I like that. It makes it, it has a feel as though I'm like a 1970s um, reporter or uh, game show host where they had a little skinny microphone. It looks like that. Um, and so we'll see how the sound sounds when I'm done recording this thing. I will say that my one complaint so far is so a cool thing about it, it has a sound mapping card that allows you to plug in. Uh, your headphone directly into the um, the cord for the microphone that is supposed to give you a better sound. Um, Randy is more of the audio producer of the podcast network, so, so I'm not really sure uh, what the fuck any of that means, um, but I guess it's cool. I will say right now, though, that I do hear a little bit of interference and static on the microphone end, so I'm not sure what that's all about. Um, but at the same time, though, I don't typically record a lot using the um, headphones anyway, so I'm not sure if that's going to make a difference on the recording. We'll see, 
but I should definitely say that from the from the outset. Um, other than that, um, everything sounds good so far, but you're not here for me doing like that type of spiel. You're here for me to talk about Mortal Kombat, so I'm sorry that I had to have the preamble, but I did want to let you guys know that I am testing out a, a new microphone. Um, so, Mortal Kombat, shake your booty. Uh, back in the day when Mortal Kombat was first getting lit, uh, my brother and I were, f- were fans of the game. <clears throat> we were also fans of raunchy hip-hop, as I still am, as you can tell on the podcast, on the podcast network called um, In No Particular Order with D-Mac. So, the beat for a Mortal Kombat intro was so lit and hype. Uh, we should be like, uh, if you remember the song, Look at them girl with a Days of Doom song. Like a very, I think they called it Miami bass or some shit like that. But when um the Mortal Kombat song used to come off, he said, Mortal Kombat, shake your booty. And now me just being the person that I am, uh, I still say that. But now I changed to Mortal Kombat, shake your pussy. Because shaking your pussy is much more difficult than shaking your booty. Uh, I, I would imagine I don't have a pussy. But anyway, um... So this film was designed to be uh, an apology movie for the very lackluster uh, Mortal Kombat movie that we saw in 1994, I believe, and the even worse one that we saw in 1996 or 7. Um, I have gone on record to my friends at least saying that I actually thought the Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which was the second movie in that franchise, was a lot better than Mortal Kombat 1. Um, I didn't like... The biggest thing that threw me off on Mortal Kombat 1 was the invented character, the black dude, um, and that's going to play into this review as well. Um, And I didn't like the fact that how they did Goro, even as a kid, I thought making him just a comedic joke is not a good idea. And I didn't like um, how Scorpion's dagger thing that comes from his arm was a bird. I thought that was very strange that he had a living bird inside of him. It kind of reminds me now of Maggot from the Un- Uncanny X-Men, where he had two maggots, two metallic-looking maggots in his person. Um, whereas Mortal Kombat Annihilation felt more like a video game, and there was a lot of fight scenes in it, and it introduced other characters. It had my boy Jax in it, with his black and mild lips. Um, so I, I did enjoy that movie quite more than I did part one, but that was me as a kid. Although I was a very, in my opinion, sophisticated child, uh, and I know people hate that movie, but fight scene-wise, and all of the characters that they introduced, they threw everything in there. Um, So I definitely like that more. But because people didn't too much care for the second Mortal Kombat, and people still say that the first one is one of the only decent comic book movies, I mean, sorry, video game movies, along with um, Silent Hill, which I haven't seen before. So they wanted to do it right this time. And I will, I should note here that there is a Mortal Kombat live action web series from the early 10s that was really good. It had Michael Dwight White playing um, Jax. It had the same same song. It had a very interesting um, take on Raiden. And not to bury the lead, but I would say that the realism of that was better than the current movie that we got from Mortal Kombat 2021. But to that point, and I said wait for myself to talk about Mortal Kombat 2021. So overall, 
Uh, I liked it a lot. I have been seeing that online, and a lot of people are having some mixed feelings about it and saying that it's just as bad as the previous movies, and that is completely off. Um, in terms of the visuals, visuals uh, in terms of making it kind of grounded, and in terms of making it um, having fight scenes and incorporating elements of the video games into the actual film, I thought it was very successful. Um, I was a little on the fence about seeing an older Scorpion and an older Sub-Zero, but how they did in the movie made sense. And what I liked about the movie, uh, much like I'm liking about the newer DC movies like um, Aquaman, they aren't, like Aquaman wasn't afraid to be a comic book movie, okay? Um, in the fact that it was colorful, right? as comic books are, instead of being that very dark hue. Mortal Kombat wasn't afraid of being a video game movie in the sense that, for no reason whatsoever, when they would fight someone, they would just say, Flawless victory. Fatality. Kano wins. And it didn't really tie to the plot at all, but it still made sense, especially if they get into uh, the actual tournament elements of Mortal Kombat, which this film did not, um, because that's kind of been done before. Uh, this isn't blood sport. Or, or is it not the Kumite? Um, and it took place before the actual Mortal Kombat tournament, but I'm getting off track here. Um, so I did like that it wasn't afraid to be a, a video game movie and didn't go the Dark Knight route of going super, super grounded and serious. Not to say that the Dark Knight series wasn't great, it was. It's still, it's my opinion, it's probably the best superhero adaptation of all time but that one worked the most because it was true to that character when they tried to do superman the same way super grounded super dark and gritty it didn't work as well because that isn't really grounded for that character if that makes sense um so basically the plot is there's this guy named cole young played by um i can't think of the gentleman's name he plays shatterstar and deadpool 2 and he played the drunken monk and Iron Fist and people want him to play Iron Fist because he's Asian and because uh, Iron Fist was a Kung Fu artist, uh, they a martial artist. They felt he should be played by Asian, which in my opinion is kind of racist in and of itself. But that's a story for a whole a whole different time. Anyway, um, so it starts off based well, it starts off with a scene of Scorpion uh, getting his family murdered by Sub Zero because reasons. It, uh, I guess it's it's not really important why his family was murdered by um, Sub Zero. Uh, it's more so important that he was murdered and um, Raiden. So Scorpion has a wife and two ch children. Um, he uh, he gets murdered. His wife gets murdered, and his eldest son gets murdered. But his daughter um, survives somehow. Uh, Sub Zero doesn't. Um, murder her because reasons and then Raiden comes out of nowhere finds the little girl and then he goes away he spirits away so then fast forward to present day you get Cole Young who's a, a shitty MMA, MMA style power who, fighter who can just take hits kind of like Homer and the Simpsons approaches him and says hey I saw you had this tattoo on your body my guy and then he said yeah it's a dragon tattoo. So the and next person is Jax. So then a Cole and his wife go to eat and and, and their child go to eat after a fight. He got he, he fights for two hundred dollars. He's that type of prize fighter. And then um it gets unseasonably cold where, wherever they're at. Then you see the sub zero comes and he starts to he tries to fight Cole Young and his 
um, because he's looking for anyone who has any type of uh, Mortal Kombat tattoo on them, birthmark, um, because he wants to kill them all before the Mortal Kombat tournament can happen, because as the story always goes, um, Sang Soon has has uh, won the last nine Mortal Kombats, and if he wins ten, he can take control of the Earth Realm, I believe is how the story goes. So, Jax finds Cole Young again and says, look, I talked to you about that tattoo because you've been chosen to be a fighter in Mortal Kombat. Come for me. He's like, no, fam, I got a family, I can't do this, blah, say, blah. So, um, Cole Young Young Cole Young has to go and uh fight for his uh and save the Earth Realm and his family. He decides after Sub Zero's attack to go with Jax. So then Jax says, Look, bro, you got a family. Take take my car, I'm gonna handle Sub Zero. He's like, Alright, cool. Alright, so boom, cool. So uh Jax gets Molly by Sub Zero and he gets his arms frozen off and broken like a fucking popsicle. So then Cole Young goes off with his family, and then he says, you know what? Oh, Jax tells him to find Sonya Blade. So he tells his family, look, I got to find Sonya Blade, figure out what's going on here. So he goes find, he goes to find Sonya Blade, and they, and they talk, they fight, whatever. And then you find out that Kano is with her, and he's tied up because she's not a cop, but she's found this criminal and tied him up in her house because she felt that she could do that. Um, abusing power. Uh, so then, it's all sorts of choice. That's how everything goes into play. Uh, I like the fight scenes. Um, I like Kung Lao, because it does have characters we haven't seen in Mortal Kombat before, which is very refreshing, because typically when they do a reboot, they try to do the same characters over and over again. Like, Jax was in Mortal Kombat 2, but not in Mortal Kombat 1. He, he had a brief cameo. Um, and there's no Johnny Cage in this. I know he's a fan favorite. Um, and it has Melina, but not Katana. It has, uh, Cabal, who's one of my probably my favorite characters in the movie. Um, uh, who else does have a skill? Has Liu Kang, um, Sonya Blade, of course, and Cole Young. So Cole Young is an original character. So this is where I'm gonna pivot to the shitty parts about this film. Um, never. If you have a licensed property with all these rich tapestry of characters, should you ever introduce a new Point well, a new main character who is not part of that universe. We don't want to see it ever. You're never going to do it correctly. Case in point: Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat One with the uh, black dude. Uh, that black dude was trash. Uh, I guess you want to add a black dude to the movie, which I appreciate, but he was trash, and then he died, and no one cared because he was trash. Uh, now, I wish that Cole Young would have died because he was also trash. Um. I hate to say it, dude seemed like a nice guy on his interviews. I've seen him on a litany of interviews in the past, and he, see, <clears throat> he seems to be a pretty cool guy. And in interviews and on things like that, he he appears to be pretty a pretty good martial artist. But actually, in the film I've seen him in, he's not that good. I'm not sure if they are filming him correctly, but he's not that good. And his character is essentially a descendant of Scorpion. But I thought that what they were going to... Oh, and they made that very obvious from Go. They had all these trailers, so he's a new character. He's a mystery who he's going to be, and they never really showed anything. But from the first scene that he was in, essentially, his daughter gives him a black and gold bracelet, Scorpion. He goes to the uh, mirror mirror to look at himself after a fight, and he sees a vision of Scorpion, like two seconds later. So you know right away that he is related to Scorpion somehow. Um... 
But I thought they were going to pivot and make him a reincarnation of Scorpion as a, as his descendant, which I think would have been on the nose as well, but it would have worked better than what they actually did. Because um, they actually made him a brand new character. And he had a uh, chat for the podcast network. Showed me a picture of the uh, man in, in the Iron Fist, I believe. Um, the Wu Tang movie, and it has a car- a creature who was uh basically had a gold costume on, and it looked kind of ridiculous, just like Cole Young's costume looked in this movie. It was dumb. Then he could manifest like um I don't know like baton, but the sharp ones. I'm not sure what you call that weapon. Um, but he could manifest those, and it was just honestly terrible. I would much rather have him be a descendant of Scorpion and figuring out the Sub-Zero uh, killed his an- his ancestor and, tr- and tried to seek a reckoning that way and have it to where um, the old Scorpion comes back as he does in the movie and help him out to destroy Sub-Zero. But the way that they went, making him a brand new character and a, and a shitty brand new character for uh, costume looks like fucking Nightman from the 1997 <laughs> WGN show uh, was terrible. Um, there's not really a plot in the movie either, which I'm fine with because visually is everything I wanted to see. Um, the fight scenes were amazing in my opinion. Uh, Cone Lyle does a flawless victory. Um, Cone Lyle was a great character too. Um, I don't recall him being kind of being an arrogant asshole, but he was, but in, in an affectionate way. He wasn't over the top. He was kind of subtle. Um, so your blade was pretty good too. She reminded me of Sarah Connor uh, from Terminator Two. Uh, what I didn't like about her, she didn't have her fighting style that she has in the video games, which is very leg based. Uh, she has she wasn't really that great of a fighter. Um, I like I like Jax. Uh, I like how they did his arms because we've seen him his arms get destroyed numerous ways. And I like how they did it eventually to where um, the monks in a temple tried to repair the arms as best they could with their limited resources, and then, and it was good, but it wasn't strong enough. But then when he he was able to manifest his power, he got the arms that we know and love him for having. Um, other than that, uh, I didn't like. Now we're talking about things I really didn't like. Um, Sing song. I don't want the guy from Batman the Dark Knight who was good at calculation to be the menacing villain of Sing Song. And even with the the wig that he had on looked terrible. I would rather just gave him short hair. Because he's not a good Sang Song. And I don't know how if they do a sequel, hopefully they do. I don't know how this guy's gonna be able to do the physical fight scenes necessary for the troll. I would have much rather had them have the same actor who played Saint Song in the first two movies as well as the web series play that character again because he's timeless. Although he's getting older, he will still be a great Saint Song because it's the best role he's, in my opinion that he's ever played. Um, my other problem was Liu Kang. Liu Kang is the star of, of Mortal Kombat. He's, he's, he's the linchpin. Um, but the character, the characterization of Liu Kang was very weird to me. He was very, he was seemed. I like the fact that he uses fire so much and the fireball. That was cool. And his fighting scenes were on model, but he was a little too skinny in my opinion. They could have bulked. The actor could have bulked a little bit. He was a, just a small guy, um, and his acting was kind of not heroic, not. Um, person that you can think of as the linchpin of a, of a 
franchise. It's kind of subtle, kind of quiet, kind of demure, 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 that word. Um, and I felt as though they could have done this character a lot better. It was really a disjustice. It's like how in the just in the Joss Whedon Justice League, you can tell that he did he doesn't like either Ben Affleck or Batman by the way he treated the character and made him a dumb like a like a uh, an oaf. It feels like the creators of this Mortal Kombat movie don't like Luke Kang for for whatever reason. Um, but I like how they did Kung Lao. I like how they did most of the characters. So this is going on a little long for me being a, doing a solo podcast. So I'll get to the rating of it. Um, because of the reasons I said before, I still want to say that overall, I like this movie, especially if you put it in the pantheon of video game-based movies, for sure. That's the important part. For video game movies, it is pretty good. Um, did have some problems. The plot was a little flat, but fight scenes, fight choreography, the last fight scene between Sub-Zero and Scorpion, and Scorpion is great, 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 was good besides that character's part. Um, so I would probably give this drawn seven and a half drunk Iron Mans. Yep, seven and a half drunk Iron Mans. But okay, thank you for uh, sticking with me for these 20 something minutes on the solo podcast. I don't like doing these as much as I like doing the ones with the other co hosts on the network. So, like I said, I want to test out this microphone and I wanted to um, put something out there in a timely manner about. Um, more to combat. One last note: HBO Max is killing the game right now because they have a lot of exclusives going on. More than Disney Plus does, more than any other network does. Um, and I like it, so I had to actually subscribe to it and pay my actual money for it. I move things around in my budget to make it um advantageous, but I'm not disappointed so far. Um, and I and they're gonna keep the hits coming because they got Godzilla versus King Kong, which I might watch besides Millie Bobby Brown being trash. Um, they've got the Suicide Squad coming, and a couple more that I was hearing about that is on recording this I can't think of. But HBO Max, you're doing a damn thing, and, and I appreciate that. But until next time, I'm Evan Burr Host, and this has been True Stories Based on Fiction.